Hey y'all, it's Keely Torleo here. I'm Kiana the Torres. And I'm Lena the Leo. And today we're going to do a throwback thoughtful Thursday where we share our spiritual awakening journeys with you guys before we jump right into the stories. Let's first go over what spiritual awakening is. Kiana, you want to start us off with a definition that you'd like for spiritual awakening? Yeah, I sure would. So the definition that most spoke to me is from the Urban Dictionary, and it states that a spiritual awakening refers to a shift in consciousness, an appreciation of reality, which had been previously unrealized. When I read that, y'all, I was like, yup, that's me for sure. <laughs> How about you, Lena Boo? What definition of spiritual awakening speaks to you? So yeah, that, that is a good one. Um, for me, um, spiritual awakening, is defined as going through or going to find your purpose. You either are on the verge of losing everything or you've just lost it all. And you're rebuilding yourself, not for everyone else, but for yourself and to find and know your purpose. Oh, yeah, that's real good. I love that garbage. All right, y'all. So now that we have gotten through some definitions, I'm going to kick us off with my own spiritual awakening journey. So I believe my spiritual awakening actually started back in 2019 when I tried Yoni singing for the first time. But before we even get to that part, I have to back it up and give y'all the full story here. So back in early 2018, I was asked to be a bridesmaid, and y'all, I was shocked. <laughs> like, me and the bride-to-be, we were mad cool and all, but I didn't think we were on be in my wedding type of cool. But nonetheless, I accepted because I hadn't been in a wedding before, and I thought that was nice of her to even consider me. So after she asked me, she told me that it was going to be a year process, you know, to plan everything. So it was me and one of her childhood friends who was helping her out um, plan the wedding as far as like looking out venues with her and letting her confide in us whenever she was stressed. So I believe it was a couple or maybe even a few months later when the bride came to me and asked if I thought she should ask someone else that we worked with mm -hmm. to be a bridesmaid in her wedding. Now, y'all, subconsciously, I'm thinking, well, damn, if you got to ask me about it, then fuck no. <laughs> like, the fuck? But in that reality, I was a real sweetheart. And instead of going with my thoughts, I responded with, well, if you feel like that's what you want, then sure. Why not? So she does indeed ask this girl to be a bridesmaid. And it just seemed like from the get-go, this girl had a problem with me. Like anything I suggested for us to do as a bridal party, she shot it down. She made it seem like it was too much money. One of the things I had suggested was to do the Yoni steams and put detoxes. Side note, this is actually how I found out about Yoni steaming. I was actually Googling things to do for a bridal party, and a place called Bella Thai Spa popped up. So this is actually where the kiss experience got its start as far as manifesting, but unbeknownst to me at the time. So I was the one who went with the bride to pick up our bridesmaid's dresses. So when we got there, of course, I got to try mine on and the bride sent a picture to the bridesmaid group to show everybody. And while everybody's being nice and complimenting me on this dress, here goes the, we'll just call her the add-in bridesmaid, talking about, what are you, a size zero, Kiana? Now, y'all, I am a size zero, okay? So at first, I didn't really have an issue with the comment. But when it came up again, and then again, 
And then again, for a third time, out of someone else's mouth who shouldn't have known anything about my size, it became clear to me this girl did not like me for whatever reason. Now, remember, you guys, this is essentially a whole year time frame, okay? So I was asked to be a bridesmaid in the beginning of 2018. And that year on my birthday, which is May 6th, for those who care, that year on my birthday, when I went to blow out my candles to make my wish, I said, please bless me to not have to spend another birthday at this company. Now, knowing that info, we're going to fast forward to the last day of the bachelorette party. Okay, so on the last day, we did the yoni scenes, right? We did the yoni scenes and foot toxins that foot detoxes I suggested that morning. We did dinner that evening, and then that night we hit the club. Okay, so for those who don't know, I am a total homebody, okay? Never had I ever stepped <clears throat> foot into a club until that night. Mm -hmm. So that was my very first experience. Now, this is where the awakening comes in for me. So as soon as I go to push open the doors to the club, something whispers in my ear, don't drink here. Now, notice I said something and not someone because, bitch, nobody was around me, okay? And it kind of took me off guard because I never experienced anything like that. But I know what the fuck I heard. And I'm like, all right, cool. I hear you. I'm not going to drink here. And I didn't. Now, all the other ladies are drinking. They having the time of their lives, and I'm just kind of there. Luckily for me, there was a guy there who wanted to talk to me, and I actually didn't mind talking to him because he was so laid back, and we were really having a great conversation. So at some point in our conversation, he asked me if we had a particular company in South Carolina because I mentioned I work in healthcare. And I'm sorry, you guys. We were actually in Atlanta for this bachelorette party. I know I probably didn't mention that before. So he's asking me about this particular company. And so at the time, I hadn't heard about the company he was asking about. So I was like, no. So we just kind of continued talking about other stuff. And then here comes the add-on bridesmaid walking up to us asking me what I'm doing. As if she can't see, I'm having a damn conversation. But anyways, <laughs> I just responded, I'm talking to so-and-so. Now, y'all, this is not an average-looking fella, all right? Dude is fine as fuck, okay? <laughs> so, oh my God. of course, the add-on bride face sees this and tries to talk with him. And when, <laughs> and when he wasn't giving her any attention, he wasn't showing her no play, she got upset and stormed off. So, anyways, I spent the majority of the time with him and... Until it got like real late. It was super late. And he was like, I'm about to take you back to your girl. And he does. He walks me back like a perfect gentleman. It was nice. But anyways, now y'all, he's not even gone for five minutes. Not even five fucking minutes, y'all. When add-on bridesmaid sneak punches me in the eye. Whew. But it was all good, y'all. I was good because luckily I have a high tolerance of pain. So it didn't really hurt so much. My eye just kind of watered a bit. There was no black eye or nothing like that, so I was good. Okay, so now that we got the background story out of the way, we're going to fast forward to about a month after this. This is when I received a text message from this beautiful divine soul right here next to me. Y'all know oh Miss Lena Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> don't. She's crazy, y'all. Oh, my don't, God. Don't listen to her. But I really do love this lady because, y'all, she texted me. And she was telling me there was a job opening at the full-time job she was currently at. So, of course, I said yes. Now, here's the kicker. I'm about to tie this all together for y'all because I know this was a long story. So, the job that Lena was telling me about was for the company that the guy at the club was asking me about, okay? All right. And then, not only that, not only that, y'all, 
So not only did Lena ask me if I was interested in that job, she also asked the add-on bridesmaid as well at the same damn time. Like, what are the fucking odds, y'all? <laughs> like, like y'all can't tell my ass. Spiritual forces was not at work here, okay? And going back to my birthday, y'all know I asked to not, so I was asking, like, please bless me to not have to spend another birthday at the company that I was at. Y'all, I was able to leave that job four days before my birthday. I mean, that, that was just such divine time, and it shook me. And now looking back at all that shit, like, I really believe that it was the yoni steaming that awakened me because we had just did it the morning before we, you know, went out to dinner, hit the club and all that. I feel like had I never had that, Yoni scene experience, I just feel like I would have never really heard that voice in my ear. And that was just so powerful to me. And so I really felt like that was my spiritual awakening. <clears throat> so, you know, with my spiritual awakening, y'all, I truly learned how to follow my instincts and just listen to my subconscious. Hence why I'm like super big on my dreams. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's just so powerful. Like I didn't understand the power of my words, my thoughts, my subconscious mind. I didn't get how powerful I was until I went through all that bullshit. Hence why I'm that bull without the shit, you know, like I love helping people and making people's day. But I'm so selective about the people I'm around. And it's because I find selective. Selective. Yeah. Lena knows, y'all. <laughs> she knows. And that's why. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's fucking crazy, y'all. But you know, I just understand how to create my own reality. And I do that on the regular. So I know that was a lot, you guys. So I'm gonna let Miss Lena tell her piece so she can enjoy so she can share her spiritual awakening journey with y'all. Sorry. Y'all, that was just so crazy for me. But all right, Lena Boo, you go ahead and take it away. So my story, it definitely is a little different. Um, but every time I think about Kiana's story, I literally like, damn. Like I sent the job opening to both of them, had no idea about the situation and what was going right. on. And I honestly didn't think about how it would work out in anybody's favor. I just was just trying to be a friend. Um, but again, my story was a little bit different. Um, so we're going to get into this. Mine may hit on a few nerves for people, especially people that were in long-term relationships and stuff like that. So here we go. So, my spiritual awakening started a little bit after I had a point in my life where I was going through something very traumatic. I left my husband back in November of 2020, so that wasn't too far off, honestly. Um, if we backtrack just a little bit, um, back in July of 2020, early August, I really, like, I really had the thought of just, like, leaving my husband and, um not looking back because I just, I always like, I've just, I've had this intuition about something that he's doing behind my back. So there was about two to three weeks there where I was just downright depressed. And I mean, people could tell at my job that I was depressed. I would cry in the bathroom. I would, I just would cry before I would get to work. I cry after I leave. Like it was just a lot. Anyways. So I separated, separated from my husband back in November of 2020. And then in March of 2021, I found out that he was having a five-year affair. And during this time, honestly, a lot was going on for myself in the spiritual aspect, of course, going through educational ways and experimenting um, with learning 
spiritual aspects, like dabbling with pendulums and tarot cards and actually going and doing readings and stuff like that. So I found out, I found this out about a lot of things. Um, and things in my mind were just starting to click for me. Um, so anyways, going back to the affair, my husband was having a five-year affair with a very close person of mine and um it really did hit me hard because you know I I was actually like the breadwinner of the relationship I did a lot I did a lot for him and I did a lot for her yeah. and I put forth so much effort into taking care of them and doing what I do and I never got to see the the red flags intuitively I felt it but the flags, they just they just went by, and I just kept working. And for a while there, I would work three, three jobs and go to school, and I would do everything I could to make sure everybody was happy because that's what I do. I make sure people are happy. Definition of a nurture. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, so I did, um, I did feel crazy, though, like, for for a few years there I did because I felt crazy enough to ask my husband if he was cheating on me during our marriage and to be told no over and over again and then finally when I actually find out about this affair that had been going on for five years we were married for ten just to put that out there for five years everything just a wave kind of hit me I felt validated I didn't feel like I was Flicking, flucking crazy, whatever. <laughs> I didn't feel like I was going out of my mind thinking, why do I think the way that I think about him having an affair or, or cheating on me when I know that he's doing the best that he can taking, you know, taking care of the household stuff because I'm at work all the time. But lo and behold, that wasn't the truth. He was. And my intuition was telling me this the whole time. And I was just letting it go because I didn't believe it. Because I just entrusted in him so much for that, you know, for that reason to, to, not, to not care about it. Anyways, um, so since I started to feel more reassurance back in March, I started doing a little bit more than just, like, um, dabbling. Now I read more about stuff. I work with the pendulum a little bit more for sure. I was very skeptical about the pendulum um, just because like I've had a past experience with pendulums not working for me. So I definitely um, work with that a little bit more, uh, uh, honestly a lot more now. Yeah and it um, works because she did it with me and she gave me something at first. <laughs> oh, um, I've done tarot card readings which I, I do uh, not on a full regular basis, but I, I do them um, maybe three times a week now. And so I, in all of this, it just made me feel like I was valid. Like the feelings that I had, that yes, I was right. Like this gut feeling that I had. I didn't go with my intuition beforehand, but I think at this time in March, that's when I really started to have that spiritual awakening. Because, like, I look at myself and I think, yes, I was absolutely correct. I should have never entrusted in him and that my intuition is there. And I, honestly, like, working on your intuition and working on what you can, 
like doing mirror work, um, meditation. Sometimes I do sleep hypnosis, of course, the pendulum work, um, just to help me and like get me get my spiritual guides like on how to to help me in my path to my journey to my purpose. And I'm still practicing on it. If anybody has any good tips about speaking to your spiritual guides, like that's great because I'm looking into my spiritual guide, angel work, things like that, because I do have crystals um, and I sleep with them from time to time because a lot of times like um, clear quartz helps with nightmares and um, milky quartz also helps as well. Which I read last night. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and just. Anyways, back to the sleeping with with crystals. Um, so sometimes I'll have very um, emerging dreams that um, have like. I don't know, like different, uh, signs that I see. Um, so I'm really trying to like resonate myself with learning, um, spirit animals as well. And so during this time, I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm still kind of there. I'm still trying to working on it and I'm still trying to find myself. And it's still a journey. It, We're all going through our journey still. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, uh, I agree with her a hundred billion percent. <laughs> But I'm there. I'm not. I'm not there. I'm there, but I'm not there at the same time. If you understand what I'm saying, and a lot of people, I think, feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody asked. But anyways, I am proud of who I am. I'm proud of the woman that I have become, and I'm proud of where my life is going. You know, I've made it this far, but at the same time, I'm still stuck. Um, yeah. I'm still dealing with the depression. Depression. Like, I'm an active depressant. I will work, go exercise do homework, do all this stuff. She does too much, you guys. And be like, wow, this yeah. is... A person who wouldn't know her wouldn't notice that. Yeah. They would be like, oh, she's an awesome person. Just <laughs> always doing something like, yeah. She's going to make me cry. Don't cry. <laughs> We're going to get through oh this. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, people understand because they're proud and do what they can do and then just at night their mind gets to them. Which, you know, I need to work on. Um, She's doing great, you guys. Yeah. I'm here for her. <laughs> We're going to get through this together. But there is times where I am in my deepest, darkest moments, and it hits me in the situation with my ex-husband, and I do cry. Everybody fucking cries because, yeah. you know, it's not just, like, I'm crying because he cheated on me. I'm crying because he lied. Yeah. I'm crying because, like, the last five years it was a full lie. And then at that, like, I'm crying as well because I feel valid. I feel... Like, damn, you knew this was happening. You bypassed all the red flags because, because why? Because of, because of, of trust, because of love. And so like, that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm getting to the point where I am trying to do my best. Um, but I'm starting to move forward. Um, I'm working on things that I can do, of course, to get through a spiritual awakening and, you know, you just got to do what you do. And, you know, that's, that's all you can do. Honestly, <laughs> self care and yeah. exercise, eating right meditation, like that self care and meditation, even though that doesn't 
seem like a self-care thing. Meditation is a self-care thing. It gets you balanced, you know? Um, Absolutely. (laughs) Yoga, of course. You know, we've talked about this. Yeah. But anyways, I'm a woman. (laughs) Duh. I work two jobs. You know, I did work two jobs. I say I I quit. We finally got rid of one. Oh my god! I've been doing that for ten years. Okay. Anyways, you know, I work a job. I go to school. I'm a woman. I'm independent. I'm strong. Like I know what I'm doing. Like I know where I'm going. I feel validated now. I help run a clinic with this beautiful woman beside me. I know my I know my strengths. I know my intuition now, and that makes me feel good. Um, and I need to run with it. I need to feel good about who I am and why not better than start now. But anyways, um, that's me, you know, (laughs) strong, independent, depressed. I eat a lot of chocolate. I support. I'm a good friend. Yes. Uh, I am who I am, and that's how you love me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm still working on it, and that's how you. That's all you can do is work on yourself. That's right. Damn straight, you divine, beautiful soul. Soul, I lost my love talk. <laughs> you divine, beautiful soul. God, speak that healthy shit now, y'all. We truly hope y'all receive some kind of some kind of value from hearing our stories about our spiritual awakenings. Unfortunately, everybody has some kind of shit that they're going to go through. You know. That's just life. It's inevitable. Everybody's going to live through some shit in their life. Excuse me. Okay. And that's why it's so important to understand how to create your own sense of peace. And that's why with my business, The Kiss Experience, I promote peace, relaxation, self-care, and well-being with my services. Because it is so, so, so necessary. And if you haven't already, I want y'all to definitely check me out on the Insta at KM4KISS. That's at KM, the number four, K-Y-S-S. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Keely Torleo. We'll catch y'all next time. Until then, y'all be at peace. Bye! Bye.